listening to the Rest Friends Podcast, hosted by Oridian Fierro and Teddy Chavez. Hey, Rest Friends, you are listening to the Rest Friends Podcast. My name is Edie. And my name is Teddy. And welcome. I was going to say welcome back. Welcome I mean, back. I guess. Yeah, oh, right? yeah, welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, funny story, Teddy and I were supposed to have an episode come out. But after recording the whole episode, it was like an hour. So my Adobe stopped recording, which I think is like the limit of like how long you can record. And I noticed that it stopped. So I was like, okay, hold on. We need to, you know, start a new file so we can record. And we listened back to it. It was the craziest noise we've ever heard in our whole life. Rest friend, go for it. What did it sound like? (laughs) (laughs) So we were talking and all this time, like do that sound and then I'll talk. So like the whole time that we were having a conversation, like it was like sounding. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's exactly how it sounded. <laughs> and Teddy and I were mortified. Honestly, my we heart. so upset. My heart sunk because not only I think it was like one of our really good episodes. We talked about the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. and we had Paula on. Mm-hmm. Paula's, you know, audio sounded flawless because it was like on the phone. So it was like all her own. Mm-hmm. But it was so weird from the beginning. Teddy and I had audio problems. And we just recorded. I mean, the first time, the first couple minutes sounded good. And then it started becoming distorted. So I don't even know what happened, guys. But it was very disappointing. Very disappointing. <laughs> like, I left Edie's house so sad. You so had a terrible dark. day after, too. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I saw your Snapchat about your Michoacana yogurt. <laughs> that was so sad, restaurant. I went to the Michoacana, got myself a small yogurt, drove my sister home. And on my way back home, I domestic. Okay, I left it on the cup holder, not the car's cup holder, but the cup holder they give you. Uh-huh. And I put it on the seat. Yeah. So my dumbass wasn't making sure that it didn't tilt or anything. You didn't and put a seatbelt on it? I didn't put a seatbelt on it and it spilled. Uh-huh. And I was so sad. Yeah, guys, I was watching this video on Snapchat and it was tragic. There was literally yogurt everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yogurt everywhere. Thankfully, I had a blanket on the car seat. Yeah. Um, If not, that would have been very hard to clean up but yeah i'm so sad that my yogurt was like halfway gone i'm sorry that happened to your restaurant it's okay restaurant <sighs> but everything is a learning experience here on rest friends <laughs> it, really, right. it really is i was talking to teddy i was like i don't think we had this many problems when we were starting up our youtube originally i guess audio you know we're we're learning it's the, our fourth it would have been our fifth episode but it is our fourth episode of the rest friends podcast and uh this episode we kind of want to tell you guys more about us and yes what it's like to be a what it's like to be us yes Yes. what it's like to be a wrestling fan as a female you know we talk to a lot of guys and it hasn't been you know the the case in a lot of our you know supporters like the guys from wrestle zone you know our wrestle rap um you know the guys from lucha outsiders they've been super super supportive but other guys you know not not so much not so much <laughs> they a lot of a lot of the other guys just think that their opinions are valid or <laughs> that we ask for their opinion yeah or that we're gonna give a shit about their opinion you mm-hmm. know and um they it's, find it very easy to go into our dms and just say dumb shit yeah it's it's really tough as not only like we're already women so we already get shit on constantly but like it's a whole nother level of like being discredited and being hated on in the wrestling community Mm -hmm. um and it doesn't happen with everyone we're not saying that everybody has like our stories and like that all men are like terrible but we definitely have way more supporters than we do yeah people that are 
assholes. Yeah, this episode we're going to focus on kind of just telling you our experience with some of the yeah. haters. Yeah, and it's important to talk about. Yeah, it's because a lot of a lot of guys don't even know that this is happening. Right, They'll exactly. Like, mm. So we're going to shine some light on it. Yes, and we're, we're also going to have Paula on again. <laughs> but <laughs> for you guys, it's going to be the first time that you're hearing Paula. But she's going to be on closer to the end of the episode. And we also have an interview with one of our friends who is more social media savvy than we are and more successful on social media than yes. we are. Um, her name is Marlene and she is also a wrestling fan. Where does Marlene live in L.A.? California. California. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, you know, have her on. Also, I interviewed her, but that's also later on. But let's talk about the beginning. You know, when I was born, i <laughs> It was a glorious, <laughs> sunny morning. Were you born in the morning? I was born the... at 4 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Early riser. Yeah. Not, not, not right now. <laughs> not anymore. I don't know where that went. I was born like at 1 or 2 a.m. Más temprano que yo. Way más temprano, yeah. Okay. Best friend, was it cool to like wrestling when you were little? Was it cool? Yeah. When I was that little, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah. But when I started watching more when I was like in seventh grade, Hell no. <laughs> Everyone thought I was weird. The, oh my, my, the only two people that interacted with me because of wrestling were these two boys that were nerds, mm-hmm. first of all. And um, yeah, they were the only guys that I talked about wrestling with. Everyone else thought I was weird as hell. Oh. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was seventh grade. It's but seventh also, grade, exactly. Yeah, that's how, that's how it was for me. You know, it was cool, like, in third grade, because then mm. I had all my little friends to talk to who were all guys, too. And uh, I'd be like, oh, my God, did you guys watch Friday Night Smackdown? And, you know, do you guys watch Raw? It was like, yeah, they would come and talk to me, and it would be really, really cool. And then when I got to, you know, fifth grade, sixth grade, and I was still doing presentations of, like, WWE. <laughs> People were like, okay, I I think it was one time in sixth grade, maybe fifth grade, where like we had a project to do of like, you know, really successful companies. And I'm like, oh, I want to talk about WWE. And I incorporated like, you know, WWE and all their wrestlers and stuff. And my teacher was like, I don't know if this really counts. You know, it's wrestling. And I'm like, okay, WWE is a company and it's successful. <laughs> what you mean? What are you teaching? You know, I was super offended that she like didn't take my project seriously. And I was like, I'm going to show her. And I got a B. So oh, that's not bad. It's not terrible. That's not but terrible. But I was like, she probably didn't give me an A because she didn't think it was credible. Because she didn't think, right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, what a jerk. I'm so mad. What I remember doing in seventh grade was we had to write a story uh-huh. in um, our English class. Reading. What the heck is that? Literature? Or like, what do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> English? Rest right now, what's the arts What school? was the subject? <laughs> English? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Anyway. <laughs> Um, we had to write, I forgot what we had to write about, but I wrote a story and all my characters' names were wrestling names. Stop. Like, I used Shawn Michaels, but I think I want to remember that instead of using Shawn Michaels, I used his government name, mm-hmm. Shawn Hankenbottom or something Michael like that. Hagenbottom Michael Hankenbottom. Michael yeah. Hankenbottom Shawn or something <laughs> like that. Michael Hankenbottom Shawn. I think that's I love how name. we knew that fact, though. Oh, I was obsessed with him, mm-hmm. of course, <laughs> but I just forgot now. And yeah, every character in that story were wrestlers, you know, and... I remember my teacher, first of all, she was a bitch. And when I turned in, I forget if it was when I turned it in or as I was writing it, mm-hmm. she was like, the names in the story are very creative. Like, you know, oh, where are these names? And I'm like, oh, wrestlers. And she looked at me like, really? I hate you. Really? <laughs> That's what I remember. <laughs> but I also did have like a bunch of stickers in a binder. You know how you used to buy binders and put yeah. stickers or um, uh, what's it called? You would print out pictures. And you put them all over your binder. And yeah. all over the binder. That was my thing. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I got to high school, 
is I guess I stopped watching it for a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. like eighth grade to like sophomore, junior year. And when I was a senior, I picked it back up again. Throughout college, I did it too. Because so college, <laughs> I had a presentation of, I had to create a persuasive speech. So I had to persuade somebody of whatever I, you know, talked about. And I wrote about John Cena. <laughs> And how John Cena was the best wrestler in WWE. So that was like, I had to persuade you on why this was true. And everybody in the class was like, what? You like wrestling? (laughs) And like, oh my God, it was such a big thing. And even my junior year, you know, people still questioned it. Because when I would tell them, oh yeah, I like wrestling. They'd be like, oh, who's your favorite wrestler? And if I didn't say like Stone Cold or like Shawn Michaels, they'd be like, who? What? Oh, okay. Are you really a fan? (laughs) And I'm just like, bitch, are you really a fan? What you mean? You stopped watching in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would tell people like, oh, yeah, well, they'd ask about like certain wrestlers like Chris Jericho. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Chris Jericho's cool. You know, his contract's almost coming up. I don't know if he's going to resign or what he's going to do with his life. And they're like, contracts? What? And I'm like, well, what, what do you mean? And everyone would like question me. They'd be like, how do you know that? And I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, why don't you know that? <laughs> I, I, I would feel like the idiot like what, what are you talking about but they'd be like oh i guess you really are a wrestling fan you know about all this other stuff and i didn't know about this and that's my guy voice <laughs> i i was about to ask you is that supposed to be your guy voice <laughs> oh my goodness but getting back to my speech about john cena so i convinced them so i got an a and nice. they were like oh you know it's it's uh, really cool that you will know all this stuff about, you know, John C. And I had to memorize it. So I was like super excited because the original idea for this project was like 5,000 reasons why I love John Cena. Oh, wow. And I didn't, I didn't think I was going to come up with that many reasons. I was, that was just the title of the presentation. So people would laugh. And um, the speech opened up with like, oh, you know, John Felix, Anthony Cena Jr. was like this, you know, all this stuff. And everybody was like, who is that? And I'm like, well, it's fucking John Cena. That's his whole name. Like, you don't know this? How dare you? I got insulted. <laughs> but yeah, it's just these little things and people would be like, it's cool that you watch wrestling. You know, you know, it's fake. That's, oh my God, we have to get into oh, that. Oh, <laughs> that is, yes. Uh, I've been hearing that all of my life. And I'm like, okay, you know, novellas are fake. You know, movies are fake. Like, oh, I cannot. You know, your whole life is fake. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it's, I get so offended when people tell me that. Like, first of all, it is not fake. You cannot do a somersault. You can't even Ex- oh, climb the stairs. That is the first thing that comes up to my mind when someone says, you know, wrestling is fake. Uh-huh. Most people that tell me this, that I can remember right now at the top of my head, are these tiny human beings that call themselves men. Like you said, they can't do a freaking somersault. They can't even jump off a ring probably they can't remember lines they wouldn't they can't climb ropes hell no they probably wouldn't even be able to take a bump in a ring without complaining how yeah. much pain how much it hurts in. you can't even they can't even push against the ropes like oh hell no yeah. hell no so that is the first thing that comes up to my mind and that's why i really don't say anything i'm like you know what i don't care mm-hmm. and also watching wrestling and you thinking that it's fake i mean i've gotten to meet a lot of my quote-unquote fake wrestlers you know what i mean you haven't met michael jordan (laughs) whatever the fuck it is that you watch you you know what i mean so they could say whatever they want but look at where we're at Mm -hmm. we're over here doing something out of our our, what we love what we love yeah and we go to these shows and we've been able we've had the opportunity to meet some of our favorite people you know they're at home watching their quote-unquote real stuff but whatever but whatever (laughs) that's what always has me going you know it's like okay they could they can go ahead and call it fake i don't care i'm not gonna sit there and explain to them why wrestling isn't necessarily fake Mm -hmm. you know they don't deserve my time yeah so i don't care (laughs) we're having the time of our lives so we 
restaurant. Try not to get offended. Try not to. Oh, restaurant, I'll try not to. But you know Look, me. you met the Bella twins. You know, oh, my God. Best no? day of my life. I cried. Every, I was shaking. Every time. I don't know they, what to do. Every time they tell you that, like, you know, wrestling is fake, right? Just think about that moment. Be like, yeah, sure. Bye. Okay, bye. I didn't even know how to act, best friend. I'm serious. That, that's another That's another conversation. <laughs> that's another conversation. That's a whole other podcast episode. Just dedicated to the Bellas. So when Teddy and I were starting off our, you know, YouTube channel, our website, you know, all of our social media, when we launched rest friends you could say after a while i think a lot of that's when we started getting dms right yeah so Mm -hmm. there was this one incident of a rest friend i still call him a rest friend (laughs) but there was this one guy who would always message us on our facebook page and i think we had just started doing like reactions to a couple of things and he's like oh you guys need to react to I think it was like a SummerSlam or something. I, I'm not really sure. But he's like, oh, you guys need to react to this, this, and this. He's like, when are you guys going to have it up? You know. And I told him, oh, you know, well, if we can get to it, we will. But the way our schedule is looking right now, you know, we can only do one episode per week. And, you know, we're really busy. So he's like, okay, okay, you know, I'll wait for it. And it was like a daily thing. Like every yes. day he was messaging, when are you guys going to do this? When are you going to react to this? Why was, aren't you answering it me It was back? the same thing he wanted us. Yes. Like the exact it was thing. one specific thing. I'm, uh, I think I had responded. And I was like, hey, sorry, like we're busy. I don't think we're going to get to it. Um, and he like lost his mind. So I had told him that because of copyright reasons, we couldn't do that for him because we had to get on the WWE network and watch it and react to it. How were the people going to know what we're reacting to? And we couldn't have added that piece of the WWE Network onto our YouTube channel. You know what I mean? So I told him. We were having a lot of copyright issues. Yeah. (laughs) So we're like, nah. So I told him, I'm like, no, copyright, because of copyright reasons, we cannot do it. And Mm -hmm. then you told him, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. You were really nice. We were both really nice to him. Mm -hmm. And what happened, restaurant? The first thing he did was he said he was going to stab us. Is that the first thing he said? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But you said. But he was very angry. Yeah, he called us bitches. What did he call us? Bitch heads. Bitch heads. (laughs) He's like, he said, hey, bitch heads. (laughs) And then he continued to talk shit. And he was like saying, you know what? You guys are terrible. I'm going to stab you. Stab, stab, stab. Stab, stab, stab. Horrible people. And I was like, Teddy, are you seeing this? This is wild. I was cracking up. I was like, these are death threats that we're getting from this guy because we didn't react to like SummerSlam or the Royal Rumble of god knows when fucking 1950 yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was just like in shock i hon- i honestly thought it was hilarious and i remember i did laugh though sergio and sergio did not think it was funny i'm like <laughs> <laughs> sergio was funny. i'm sorry i it's good. we're drinking tea right now guys because we're spilling the tea spilling and the tea. i literally almost just spit out my tea because no he really didn't think it was funny he he had like the most serious looking face and i was like it's funny you know i'm like come on nothing's gonna happen we blocked him he's like good i'm glad you blocked him i'm like yeah we you blocked him i blocked him again yeah we 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 made made sure sure he was blocked he was blocked (laughs) we're like and then even before i blocked him i told him really nicely i was like you know what we're nice to him we don't tolerate that kind of language Mm -hmm. here on rest friends or you know we don't support anything that you're saying so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm I'm gonna block you and then he was still like stab 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 and i was like "Mm." yeah so for a disclaimer, he probably wasn't all mentally I'm there. I'm sure he wasn't Pretty all there. Pretty sure he's not all mentally there. But also, I've never received a death threat before. <laughs> neither. For rest friends. <laughs> I was shook. I mean, I did once, but not because of wrestling. <laughs> no, I, I was shook. That was like something that, that started happening when we started rest friends. And a lot of times in our, in our DMs, it's just like getting discredited. And this happens like a lot. Yeah, not too long ago. Someone who actually supports our stuff a lot 
And if he's hearing this, he he's gonna know it's him. But I don't give Uh-oh. a shit. He told us something about to watch something about. No, he sent us something about Goldberg, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, da 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 Goldberg, and I'm like, Oh well, yeah, I didn't I didn't watch that or something. He's mm-hmm. like, Or I don't know what that is. And he's like, And you call your you guys call yourselves wrestling fans? Oh my god! And I'm like. We don't have to know everything in order to be a wrestling fan. Yes. And he's like, true. And I'm just like, I'm done with you. You know what I mean? I don't care if you support us all the way. Once you say say some dumb shit like that, it's like, I don't care anymore. You know what I mean? It's irritating because as a, I feel like guys don't question themselves this much. Like if you, if a guy meets another guy wrestling fan and they don't ask each other, oh my God you know what was the first match of survivor series in 19 something like what yeah but when you're a girl all of a sudden you get like quizzed before you are even qualified to be a wrestling fan Mm -hmm. and it's just shitty it's very shitty um we see i see i see it on twitter a lot too do you want to call paula so we can include her into this conversation let's call her let's call she's probably on her phone right now waiting like she's probably like oh my god you said you were gonna call me back (laughs) and you didn't call me back Best friend. She's, I'm surprised she didn't text me and be like, well, why didn't you just call me back? All right. So on the phone, we have managed to contact Paula. So rest friend Paula is from New York. She's our New York correspondent. Paula, talk a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself. Hey, rest friends and everybody listening. My name is Paula. I'm 24. I have lived in New York my whole entire life. I'm a big wrestling fan, and I think the reason I got into wrestling was because of my cousin, because he was into wrestling, like, way back in, like, 2002, to be quite honest with you. And then, I don't know what it was about wrestling, but since then, I have not been able to let go of my love for wrestling. And as you get older, you know how... Everybody tells you that it's fake and whatever, but yet there's still that love that you have for it and this passion that you have, and I think that's what I've gained as I got older, especially for the independent wrestling brands out there. Like, you you gain a whole new respect for wrestling. I'm Filipino. I'm the biggest dork in the world. Um, Even though I may not seem like it, I'm definitely, like, the biggest clown in the world. And I think I used to get in, I used to get in trouble in school for that, actually. Mm-hmm. I was too much, yeah, I was too much of a social butterfly that my, my mm-hmm. teachers would say. Paula said they were, they were trying to hold yeah. me back. That's so funny, because me too. Like, really? I wasn't the class clown, mm-hmm. but I was with the class clowns. You know oh. what I mean? I think, I'm telling you, I have, oh wait, I don't know if I've said this before. I laugh at everything. When oh something's funny, I find it 10 times more funnier than everyone else. You know what I mean? Best friend, that wasn't the case with me. I was, like, super goody two-shoes. Like, I was, like, going to school early, helping the teachers, like, put up the bulletin board. Oh, my (laughs) God. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. I love to do it. (laughs) But, Paula, it's funny that you mentioned how, you know, people always tell you that wrestling is fake. Because Teddy and I literally just talked about that. Mm -hmm. And how... Even when, I mean, we still get it to this day, even as like we're, we're doing rest friends right now. And like people see us on YouTube and they'll be like, huh, you know, wrestling is fake. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, my God, it mm-hmm. just frustrates me. It's, it's honestly, I think some of the things that get me annoyed about it. It's not like, you know, 
we hear it so much that it's kind of become like routine at this point. But I think the thing about it is like, oh my gosh, like I just had somebody that I worked with in the same building. They're like, oh, I hate wrestling because it's like, what's the point of it? They're fighting and it's all fake. And I was like, like I had to hold myself back. I think people who say that wrestling is fake, they don't understand what we see and, like, the bigger picture of what wrestling is to us, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's so hard because it's, like, I feel like people only just see, like, oh, you know, like, WWE and AEW or, like, those big brands. People see that. And they're just, like, oh, that just doesn't make sense. Like, how is this even real? Like, how is this even sports entertainment? But it's just, like, you don't get to see, like, um a lot of the more independent brands kind of or just see where all the big names have rooted themselves like in the past but it's like it's so annoying just to constantly be like oh I don't know why you're so interested in wrestling it's just something that doesn't make sense it's something it's a phase like you know what I mean yeah for sure and I'm like not a phase like once you get hooked on it you can't help but get hooked on it and not let it go because it's just there's something that speaks volume to being a wrestling fan because if we if we weren't wrestling fans we wouldn't have ever met you know that's true and it's just like yeah well paulo like i like i told Edie, doesn't okay people when people tell you oh well wrestling is fake or you know it's fake right you know it is frustrating but doesn't all of that go away when you meet your favorite wrestlers oh Without a shadow of a doubt. I feel like that's the most important thing, too. I feel like the connection you have with the people that you see on TV or just, like, in an independent setting, once you meet them in person and you gain, like, that personal connection, like, that's just kind of, I think, the most irreplaceable thing. Yeah, and these these are the moments that you don't forget, like, as a wrestling fan. Oh, yeah. Like, any time that you meet a wrestler... Even it's, though it sucks insane. because it goes by so oh, fast. Too fast. It's it's over with. And in a matter of a second, you're like, wait, that just happened? Like, yeah. that was so fast. It feels like it happened so fast. It's a, it's a whole different story. It makes you feel like like anytime somebody said, oh, wrestling isn't fake. And you're just like, okay, well, I'm not. I, I wouldn't feel like this if I wasn't watching wrestling. I wouldn't get these moments if I wasn't a wrestling exactly. fan. Exactly. Exactly. For... For a lot of people, irreplaceable. Yes, and for a lot of people who don't know, we bought we brought Paula on to be, uh, you know, a part of Rest Friends really early in when we created Rest Friends. I think it was maybe like a couple months into it, Mm -hmm. and Paula saw us. You said you were watching Lucha Outsiders, right, Paula? Yes, and I was just like, I think Sammy had given you guys a shout out, or it was either Sammy or Mario who gave you a shout out, and I was like, dude. Like, I got to check these girls out. Like, you know, and it's it's crazy because I've been always following just, like, women wrestling fans because I've always had this thing or, like, this thought process in my head that, like, women wrestling fans need to stick together. It's so fucking hard because the amount of hate that a woman who is a wrestling fan can get is ridiculous. And Yeah, talk, talk about that a little bit more, Paula. Like, it's ridiculous like i i honestly have seen like the twitter like that's why i feel like i need to stop twitter for like a week just like just a refresh from twitter or instagram or just any social media because 
that's where all that hate happens for anyone that's a wrestling fan and is female. And, you know, like, we can post certain pictures. Like, you know, like, some girls will just post pictures because they're feeling confident in themselves. And some guy will just be out there, just a random Twitter Twitter troll, and just saying something about this person. You know what I mean? And and it, I think it's also something that goes back to when Joe Alonzo, the guy who said, oh, where are all the hot women wrestling fans? Like, women wrestling fans. And that's when the whole fine women who watch wrestling trending topic happened. And I feel like that's what happens when you mess with women wrestling fans because the unity that we all have, even though we have never, ever met, possibly, like, if we have never, ever met, possibly, we're still going to stick together. We'll follow each other. We'll make sure that we have each other's back if somebody's showing any hate. And that, I think, is the most precious and, like, real thing that could come out of being a wrestling fan as a female. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it's just like the assumption that, oh, um, if you're at, especially if you're at an independent wrestling show, if you're hanging out with some of the talent, people will just assume, like, oh, yeah. they don't care if, like, they don't care if you're there just to hang out with a friend or like somebody that you've known from a past, like a past interaction. And then you just want to hang out and talk to them. They'll just assume that you're automatically sleeping with somebody and in my head, I just like it's so frustrating. But at the time, at the same time, it's like you have to understand. Like if you know who you are, and if you know that um, whatever is happening between you and the wrestler that you're seeing, or the wrestler that you're trying to hang out with, there's nothing happening. Whatever happens between you two, that's between you two. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, it's so frustrating to have the automatic assumption if you go out to a fucking table just to buy some merch, people will assume that you're sleeping with someone. Yeah, and, and this so is so annoying. This is something that happens a lot in, like, the wrestling community. Like, girls, oh, yeah. girls can't go out to shows looking pretty, mm -hmm. with their lashes done, smelling good, with their makeup on, you know, without somebody assuming without one of the wrestling guys saying, oh my God, well, they're just here to sleep with somebody. Yep. And it, even some girls go as far as to like, yep. you know, say these type of things. But like, it's not my fault. Y'all don't wear deodorant to wrestling shows. Like I like to look nice <laughs> when I go yep. to a wrestling show, you know? Um, but I like yeah. to look nice when I go, you know, anywhere. Um, but Paula, talk to us about this recent experience that you had with a certain term. I'll explain the term after you say it, but then um, we'll get into it. Let's just say I was not even, let's just clarify this and say that I was not even in attendance for this show. So it was for the 10th anniversary of Evolve in Philadelphia. So basically what happened was my friends that were there heard just some random human being, and it was a male, of course. I don't think we've ever met this person. And, and honestly, like me and my group of friends that go to like, Evolve, GCW, CZW, Beyond, like, we're all pretty close-knit. Like, we're a pretty close-knit group that we go together everywhere, basically. They had heard someone basically describing my features, like how I look, my height, the fact that I was Asian, the, my hair color, just everything to a T about me. And then they're like, yeah, 
they hear him say, yeah, isn't she a ring rat? And I'm like, whoa. And for those of you who don't know, um, so a ring rat, our Urban Dictionary, okay? I got the Urban Dictionary (laughs) definition here. It is. Oh, my God. Are you ready, Paula? It is a female who attends professional wrestling shows and attempts to sleep with crew members to get to the wrestlers or sometimes the wrestlers themselves. So someone called Paula a ring rat at a wrestling show. And this is a unacceptable. Oh, (laughs) like extremely unacceptable. It's a terrible thing to be called. Like, it's just like it's basically calling you like. Like a slut. Yeah. For, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, basically. It was frustrating to me because not only was I not in attendance for this show in particular, I was in a car going to Melrose, Massachusetts to go see um Evolve Wrestling in Melrose Memorial Hall. I was nowhere near Philadelphia at this time. I was literally in a car crying my eyes out when I heard this news and I was heartbroken i was like i can't believe somebody would just assume that of me like it hurt my feelings i was just like i cannot believe that i got assumed to be a ring rat like it doesn't make any sense i was like i know who i am i know what i've done and i know that i am not a ring rat exactly and that's that's what's important paula that you know who you are and uh let me meet this person. I'll whoop their ass. It's like extremely frustrating oh, because it's it's so frustrating. I mean, I've never heard a story about a guy being called a ring rat or mistaken for a ring rat. Why? Because it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Yeah. Literally. Uh, you can't even be a passionate fan of wrestling as a woman mm-hmm. without being mm-hmm. like one discredited, mm-hmm. called a ring rat, like death threats. You're either you're either not a fan enough mm-hmm. or you're a ring rat yeah there's no in between there's no in between you can't just yeah. Like, oh yeah like she's cool rest like she's cool yeah Th- that's not existent yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like i couldn't even defend myself because you weren't like, there you were not Her. there mm-hmm. yeah i wasn't there so it was just like my friends just told me and they were just like we were just like going off to each other via cell phone and just going off to each other about just like can't believe somebody would say this about you and it's like don't get me wrong, like, sure, I go to a lot of independent wrestling shows and I hang out with some of the talent, but it's not in that sense of, like, I should not have to even explain myself about, like, how we hang out, but I feel like I have to because when you're a female now and you go to hang out with somebody, like, you have to make sure that nothing seems wrong, I guess, in the way that you're hanging out in a weird way, right? Yeah. If that makes any sense? Yeah. Well, what like, what I was going to say is that people it is imp- I'm very glad that you're talking about this cuz people should know how important this is because I remember when you came over to Chicago from New York to come meet us um and we went to Evolve, you were very worried about how you were going to look talking to certain people and you know, I was telling you um don't worry, like, like what how do you, you were mean? Gonna be you, you know, yeah. I I didn't understand what was going on. I'm like, "Paula, you're fine, babe, you know?" And yeah. I remember Edie telling me, because you didn't tell me that this happened, but Edie told me, hey, you know, like, so someone called Paula a ring rat. I remember I was so upset. So oh, the man. way that you I were acting, how upset you were. <laughs> the way you were acting when you came over and, you know, you didn't, you know, you were worried about how you were going to look talking to all your wrestling friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that Then it made sense, you know, 
I don't remember if I already knew and then I remembered mm-hmm. or if I didn't know yet. And then when I was told, uh, you know, everything made sense to me. It feels like I can't hang out with the people that I consider friends. Mm-hmm. Like, if they, like, you know, like, in my head, like, when I say friends, like, it's not to come off. Show as, off. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, like so look at me. No. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely not ever in that matter. It's like, because I've gotten the chance to know every single one of them outside of the ring. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. after a show, we'll hang out, get to know each other, talk, and just be really chill with each other. And anytime we see each other, it's like kind of like catching up again, like old friends, basically. Paula, I don't know if we've told you, but when we initially started um, the channel, I mean, after after a while, I don't know if we told you about the Facebook incident, but we got death threats one time from this one guy. Are you yeah oh we never told her yeah i don't, I don't think we told her oh, wow. um but we did get death threats of like this one guy saying he called us bitch heads and then he told us that he was gonna stab us and we we're gonna die and it was like a big thing so we had to like block him and uh, it, this God. this is a very common thing mm-hmm. with um a lot of women who talk about wrestling and like this is a very common thing like mm-hmm. as a woman you have to keep blocking people yep. you get harassed exactly. you get these dms these exactly. unwanted pictures i sometimes guys dm me and are like oh hey you know i see your channel um if you want to get to know me better or if you want to you know hang out you know we can do that and then i'll be like no no thank you <laughs> like i'm, I'm just here to talk about i'm just here to talk problem. about wrestling <laughs> like <laughs> that's the biggest problem with us it's not like and i feel like that's such a hard thing for us to like overcome as females it's like people never want to get to know us it's either one or the other they either hate us or they're trying to get into your pants basically yeah yeah Yeah, that's a really good (laughs) yeah yeah, it really yeah there's like really no in between you know what i mean and like i've been lucky I've been super lucky to have met, like, very, like, I I can say this very proudly, like, very few male wrestling fans that are actually decent human beings that are not trying to be, like, a dick towards you or try to date you. you And I I think that's why... I think that's why we make it such a big deal when there are, when there, you know, when, like Edie was saying earlier, you know, our guys from WrestleZone or, mm-hmm. and the Lucha Outsiders, we make it such a big deal and we're so, 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 so appreciated when, um, when they shut us out or they, they just us show out. us love, yeah. you know, we, at least me, like, it makes me so happy because mm-hmm. all of that does outshine the assholes, mm-hmm. even though yeah. when the assholes decide to do their thing. Um, it's a big deal. Yeah, and because they are, like, so successful, so supportive, so good at what yeah. they do, that they would be like, oh, my God, you guys are good. You guys, you know, yes. we love what you're yes. doing. Keep doing it. And they're very motivational. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, this is what we need. Like, I love you guys. That's why I forever have love for them. Oh, forever. Because some oh, of, oh, some of these guys down. are without like, oh, my God. Yes. I, I could not ask for better, you know, supporters. Colleagues. Yeah, better colleagues. <laughs> exactly. you, that's all. Oh, so professional. Oh, you're getting all fancy out here with the vocab. I yeah. Um. So yeah, it's 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 very nice to be supported by by guys like them. And there are some people exactly. on, on Twitter who do show support and who aren't trying oh, to yeah. be offensive. Wait, there's definitely supporters everywhere. And at least you know this is how I feel. I'm the type of person that I try not to give a shit, and mm-hmm. most of the time I don't. 
but sometimes even when you don't want to give something so much attention and you don't want to um care so much it's hard not to care you yeah. know what i mean exactly those messages exactly. that that those hate messages that we have gotten or the hate messages that i have gotten um i don't want to i don't give them attention and i don't want to let it i don't let it affect my day but it still stays in my head yeah and i still think about it you know what i mean and that's what sucks yeah and i feel like that's something people need to learn from like i remember i went on a full-on rant last time on twitter just about like how someone was calling me like that and something and i like it hurts like all I feel like people need to really pay attention of what they're saying online because what you say doesn't matter if it's behind your cell phone, a keyboard, or anything. Dude, that shit hurts. Like, it stays with you. Like, it stays with whoever you say it to. And that's why every... I, like, I'm not even going to lie. I've been having, like, very tough, like, mental health days. Mental health days recently where I just I don't know what it's like just my anxiety and just something like like very heavy very heavy waves of like sadness and stuff but yet I'm so lucky to have had a community like the wrestling community and have met the girls like Alex uh Lauren Moran and Clea and the Sheenom aka Kayla like those girls remind me every day like you two do that it's gonna get better you're gonna be okay and just nice messages about okay if if you want to talk about it I'm here and all that stuff like the sense of community within the wrestling fandom if if it has an impact like we have with all the people that we meet or are friends with imagine how much greater the wrestling fan would be you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because, you know, as women, we already go through so much bullshit. We already get judged on mm-hmm. our looks and our appearance. Mm-hmm. And it's taken a whole step up, like a whole it's a whole nother level in the wrestling community. Sometimes guys are just yeah. terrible. Oh, yeah. And, you know, yes. I'm, I'm right there with you, Paula. The same thing. I also um, suffer mental illness. I have severe depression and anxiety. And of course I have my terrible days. This week was one of those weeks. And until to th- this morning, I woke up and I told myself, I'm like, wait, every moment is different. And like you said, you know, you have your girls who help you sometimes, you know, they help you bring you up and everything. I have my people too, but sometimes my yeah. people can't do anything for me if, you know, I'm yeah. not helping myself. Mm-hmm. and sometimes yeah. not even a, a nice message from my mom helps me sometimes literally just turning on my tv and watching some wrestling is mm-hmm. what yeah. helps me and changes the way that i'm feeling you know what i mean and that is yeah. why when people tell me wrestling is fake or when these assholes on the internet want to discredit our our love for wrestling um all of that doesn't matter anymore because when I turn on my it TV and I watch right wrestling, now. that's when it matters. That's when I'm like, this is what makes me happy and everyone else can go suck it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. a nice way and to say honestly, it. honestly, I feel you. I feel you 100% on that. For somebody to say that women wrestling fans aren't as passionate as male wrestling fans, like, 
I'm speaking as a female wrestling fan. The fact that I can feel so empty, not like empty, like, oh, yeah, like this and this. Like, no, like there's like a piece of me missing when I'm not at a wrestling event. You know what I mean? And it's just like the environment, like being, I think what makes me feel a little bit more whole is wrestling. And I hate to say that, but it's true. I have a question for you guys. Okay. Do you okay? As much as we love wrestling, we we talk about how much we love All wrestling, the time. Mm-hmm. and how you know it brings our spirits up. If we're having a bad day, what do we do? We watch wrestling. We watch our favorite. <laughs> Whenever we can, yep. we go to a wrestling show, and it just it, it just it makes my freaking day, my life. You know, um, I love it. Obviously, we love it. But do you guys ever have moments where you just need a break from the <sighs> whole wrestling community in general? All the time. Absolutely. All the time. Absolutely. I think it's very important to talk about because, yes, you know, wrestling, you know, it consumes us. You know, it, it, it becomes us. Especially now that we have, yeah. like, the YouTube channel and the blog and the yes, podcast. exactly. I feel like we have to catch up on everything. Yes. And let me tell you, wrestling is a process, okay? Because we got three hours on Monday. You got two hours on Friday. And then if there's a pay-per-view, that's like a solid four hours. You got NXT two hours on Wednesday, another two hours for AEW. That's saying you're not watching Impact. You're not watching New Japan. You're not watching, like, or we're not going to a wrestling show or whatever. Um, There's so much much. wrestling. I love it. But the fact that we got to cover all of this, it's it's insane. I'm not complaining because I love doing it. But sometimes it's just like, oh, my God. Like, I was telling Teddy, I didn't even watch Monday Night Raw this week. Like, it was just a lot. Like, I just wanted it to come home. It was actually a good Raw. And not do- I know, right? I heard. I watched, like, uh, Ruby Riot came back. Like, uh, Umberto and Angel Garza, like, went at it. Which yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. My two boys. What? Like, I was super was excited. Super but it's good. exhausting sometimes. I need a break. Like, and it's just... Life is already hard, and I love wrestling. Wrestling is an escape, but sometimes I'm just tired. Yeah. I'm just like, man. And even oh, no. even Twitter yeah. is just too much, because you know how intense Twitter can get, guys. Twitter, you know, oh, my gosh. is This is something that I was thinking about myself early this morning. I'm like, Twitter used to be... I started tweeting in 2009. Teddy's an OG tweeter. I'm okay. an OG tweeter. <laughs> and obviously, Twitter, for me, it, it's it's so different from 2009 to now, you know, 10 years later. Um it used to be a platform where you can vent Mm -hmm. and then at the same time just joke around and it was all jokes you know jokes it was all games and now it's just holy crap it can be probably 85 percent toxic you know and 15 percent fun and games and i don't know yeah i've been taking my twitter breaks even if it's just for a day just for a day, I delete my Twitter app off my phone just for a because bit. I know my dumbass. If I just put it on the last page of my, mm-hmm. on the last slide of my phone, I'm still gonna go on it because I I'm addicted to Twitter. Yeah, and but so there's times where just for a day I delete it and I'm just like I'm not gonna get on Twitter because people are just so toxic, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not just the people that I don't follow that just pop up. Some of my followers talk shit too. Yeah, you know some of the people that that are close to me that I like that I love can be toxic mm-hmm. and i don't need that i don't i don't i don't need to be seeing that side of people <laughs> and so sometimes i delete the app and i'm like you know what i don't need this today maybe tomorrow maybe tomorrow paula do you ever take your your break from wrestling oh yeah i i literally there's like you have no idea i feel like 
I don't have to be at every independent show, you know, or like any WWE show or watch any WWE or AEW or anything like that. And it's just like, it, it feels so good. But at the same time, when you do take that break, like I said, like, I feel like something's missing. And it's like, there are days where, like, I feel like I need, like, a mental reset. And for some reason, that mental reset is wrestling or attending a wrestling show. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm like, not going to lie. My mental reset this weekend is going to be the CCW uh, 21st anniversary show. Because I just, like, I, I honestly, like, need it. I wish jobs would give people personal days. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I feel like that's something jobs We need lack. mental health they days at work, We okay? really do. <laughs> yeah. We need health insurance that's for part-time and mental health care. Like, oh. we're going to get all up in there right now. But, like, honestly, like, I have to take a personal day on Saturday because work just felt too routine almost. You know, like, that's everybody saying that work is like, oh, like, work this, work that. Like, I felt a little too routine at the moment. And I'm just like, okay, I need something to get me out of this funk and that, like, something is rustling. Um, But for sure, like, Twitter breaks are so, like, I'm so happy, though, because, like, even though it can get toxic, I'm really, really lucky to have, like, you girls and the girls that I've met through wrestling and the certain people I've met through wrestling that sure it can get toxic, but I literally am glad that I can say that I choose the people to follow. You know what I mean? The people I follow, I chose. And, um, it's really comforting because they're still so like, they're still like get everybody's input through what's going on. And like, it's so cool to see like everybody's like opinion on something whether it's positive or negative, but nobody's starting, like, a riot about it. You know what I mean? I would love to be on social media less. Like, literally, I'm so controlled by social media. That's my goal for 2020. Honestly, but then at the same time, it's just, like, I can't. Like, this is my job. That's what I remember. That's what I told you before. (laughs) Like, it sucks because sometimes I want to give myself a 100% social media break. Yeah. A whole week. And I've done it before. Mm -hmm. I've done it for a week where I wasn't on any social media and it felt amazing yeah but then i'm like i can't be doing this too much because my rest friend needs me on there you know because the wrestling world does not stop yeah exactly it doesn't stop at midnight like wrestling shows are announced crazy times in the day you're just like it's nice when i meet someone that is like oh my god you know you're on social media a lot that you know that's not good and like stuff like that but i'm like you know like this is my job like but at the same time i i am very 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 especially now my thing is my mental health comes first oh yeah and i don't care i don't care if no one understands this but if i find something toxic and i don't need it i'm gonna you know i'm gonna give myself a break if even i don't care if no one understands Mm -hmm. and if i ever have to go a week without social media again i'm gonna hit you up best friend i'm gonna be like best friend i'm gonna take a break but like we're and, we're very understanding about that because like, you know we there's been times where we don't record YouTube videos because yes. we're like now nah, we're we not need, feeling it. We need a day off, yeah. Especially because we've been doing this yeah. like e- once every week, yeah, for like a year, <laughs> yeah. You but know, you know what? Twice a week. Also, thankfully, like you mm-hmm. know, mostly. Thankfully, there's two. There's three of us. There's three of us. But 
always you know the ones always posting on instagram and everything it's me and you so thankfully there's always at least one person one of there us that's, got it. that's got it you know that if i need a mental break yeah. if paula needs a mental break or if you need a mental break you know there's always going to be that one person that one person to go to we always have an extra yes so that's the good thing yeah. we're privileged when mm-hmm. it comes to that yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. Very privileged and when like it comes you to that. know what if you guys want like i think that's something we can do one day like if you guys feel like you need that break or and I'm attending an event, I'll take over the social media for one day. You know, we're just gonna like, give you all the passwords. If you guys like, want, you, you can just give me all the information, guys. <laughs> I'll just run all of the accounts. <laughs> like it's it's like I think that's the greatest part of us being together because yes. you know, Chicago, like honestly, there's some amazing amazing like talent and just promotions out there in like the midwest almost Mm -hmm. that like i'm like you guys have like the cream of the crop almost because you had you have had some amazing people come out of brands in chicago and i'm like hey i just come in and like slide into your dms basically and be like hey hi how you doing doing? (laughs) i can't believe like, I really can't believe that's how we started, though. Can you I believe know, that? I know. No, that's crazy. She shot 2020. <laughs> Paula did in 2019. Look how it turned out for her. She's doing great. <laughs> no, but you know what? Speaking of that, Paula, I I can do that. I think we do have a freelance show this Friday. And, oh, there's a lot. Okay, listen. Paula and, and us live a very different lifestyle. Yes. Paula attends all indie shows, whatever time, whatever day. I don't know how she does it, okay? Paula's like superwoman of New York over there attending hey, all these shows. You know what, honestly, Paula? It's honestly, if it wasn't for Mikey, a.k.a. NYC, Indie Kid, or Evan, Hashbro, at Hashbro Jones, on Twitter, I would not be going to these independent wrestling shows. Like they literally like help me. Paula, I was like, just going independent wrestling shows. I was just going to bring up Mikey. I was gonna <laughs> give Mikey a shout out. My, shout out to Mikey. That's my that's my internet BFF. Um, yeah, that fucker goes to every single freaking show literally. in New York and um philadelphia everywhere i'm just like where do you even live you're at these shows this dude is everywhere new jersey massachusetts everywhere so i'm like dude how do you do it and he's like i love wrestling Mm -hmm. and it's like i love wrestling too but i cannot yeah me and teddy will be like man should we go to this freelance show (laughs) (laughs) and it's not aw has a really good lineup yeah and it's not them it has nothing to do with the shows it's us yeah i mean we do live a very different lifestyle we love i mean uh, there's uh, i feel like you can't you can say that they're like more fans, but also like that's not discrediting that we like don't love wrestling. Cause we don't oh no no, for sure they, that does make them for sure way bigger they're fans. fans. <laughs> they're super fans. They're in the Paula category. <laughs> yeah, no, we're way down here. Paula's up here. Mikey's Mikey's all the way up number there. one right now. You at number one spot. We're gonna post the list. Like, I like I had already put out my um, my mania schedule, and I couldn't even look at that, Paula. Honestly, when you tweeted that, I said nope, and I kept swiping. <laughs> Because it was so much. So I posted my schedule basically, and Jake at Jake Bad Tweets, aka at Tiger Driver, checked him out on Twitter. Um, Dude, like, he said I was going to burn out. And I was like, you know what, man? Like, I don't care. Like, this is like the first mania that I get to experience the independent brand on Mania Week. You know what I mean? And I want to be able to attend all the shows that I can 
you know, that I'm very interested to see. Like, Bloodsport. Oh, my God. Bloodsport. The, the, just the concept alone. Like, I heard about it, I think, either SummerSlam week or last mini week. Bloodsport. And it's basically no pinfalls and no disqualifications. And the only way to win is by submission or uh, knockout. So it's like a very MMA type style show. All these different talent, like all the talent that's going to be there in New Week is ridiculous. Like, I'm, we're going, I, there's these shows that are coming from Japan that you won't get to see unless you fly to Japan. And I was like, without a doubt, going to all of those shows because it's something so different and the experience itself is going to be so interesting because you get to see a different type of environment that you're used to coming from an international like country to come to the U.S. and you're going to get to see that fan base and see how the fan base interacts with the crowd and just all of that is so interesting to me. Yeah, you um, see, and you, um, sorry, you can get back to that in a bit. You speaking of the Japan talent, that's how powerful mental illnesses are. Remember. Um, what was this? I think in November, Will Osprey and Suzuki came, and you know, and they're from New Japan, and they came here, um, literally like forty minutes away from where we li- where me and Edie live, and I was so down to go to the show when yeah. they announced it. I was like, I'm gonna be there. Holy shit! We I cannot like, yeah. miss seeing Osprey and Suzuki. The day comes, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I'm like, I don't want to leave my house today. No tenía ganas. I was like, man, I want to see them so bad. Yeah. Can you bring them to me? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Even if they would have brought them outside my house, I would be like, oh my God, no. Because, you know, yeah. my anxiety that they was just over the roof, you know, out the roof. So, yeah. Sorry. When you were talking about the Jap- the Japanese talent, <laughs> That's I was what like, you remember. yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. Like, I understand. Like, trust me. And, like, even the girls, like Lauren, Alex, Clea, and Kayla, they were just like, we're going to send you off to the shows with, like, cliff bars. And, like, we want you to eat while you're at the shows. And I was like, I love you guys. Like, I don't know where, like, I'd be without you guys, honestly. Like, you guys being concerned is the fact that I might die. I love you. <laughs> um, but, like, something that that's crazy to me is, like, Joey Janela's spring break. Everybody has talked about Joey Janela's spring break and I was like I'm going this year like I have to there's like no shadow of a doubt that I have to attend Joey Janela's spring break all those different matchups that you don't think are going to happen are going to happen at these big independent shows and I'm so excited and I'm so jealous I'm not I'm telling yeah, you like, I, I mean I'm, I'm I am jealous Paula but like that level of exhaustion <laughs> Um, please take as many cliff bars as you can. <laughs> I will. Um, Stay hydrated, please. I'm sure the, gr- the girls will not let me leave that hotel room without a cliff bar or five. Honestly, it was like three tweets, rest friend. Literally, like three tweets back to back in a thread. Talk about all her schedule. And I was like, oh my God. Paula. <laughs> no, rest friend, Teddy. Rest friend, Teddy. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the schedule right now. Oh via, God. okay. So Thursday, Jimmy Lloyd, D-Generation F at 11. Mm-hmm. And then Texas Forever at 3 p.m. Bloodsport at 8 p.m. And then ICW at midnight. And then Friday, 11 a.m., 
is going to be Tokyo jo- Joshi with DDT. 3 p.m., I believe, is Pizza Party. And then at 8 p.m. is going to be the Joey Janela Spring Break. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at 12, 12 midnight was between Marcus Crane, Black Label Pro, and Keiju Battle. Saturday is Effie's Big Gay Brunch at 11. Duh. Have to go to that. Yeah. And then it's going to be Glory Pro at 3 p.m. And then NXT TakeOver at 8. And then WrestleMania at midnight. <laughs> and then Sunday. Yeah. Sunday is Sunday. <laughs> That's 12 wrestling shows. Yeah. Back to back. back, I honest, to back. Yeah. And I honestly think I might cut out um, one show on Saturday. And that might be Glory Pro just because. I need a break before TakeOver because, like, that's the one thing the girls and I agreed on was TakeOver was our show. That's Mm -hmm. the show in, like, in the big WWE machine that we would attend NXT TakeOver. It's good that you have a schedule Mm -hmm. and that you have your plans because, like, that, you know... Um, you know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. But I know you know that you might end up doing something extra or you might end up having to not do something because of exhaustion, right? Yeah. Okay, so and my like question... What, my question, how far away from each other are these shows? <laughs> oh, babe, let me tell you. GCW thought of everything because all of the shows that I listed are mostly GC- GCW and they're all in the same venue. Okay, so okay, so you're not gonna have to be like, oh, I so gotta leave going, now yeah. so because I gotta finish. get to the no. next show, and then they'll set up thank for the next God. one. Okay, okay. No, thank God. So you're just gonna stay thank in God. your whole seat the for twelve hours. Is- I was worried about that. I was like, wow, not only are you gonna have to attend all these wrestling shows, but you're gonna have to, you know, be running back and forth. No, no, thank God. Trying to get to them on time, <laughs> and then especially no, like, when it comes. Okay. So. Yeah, we'll probably give you the social media info so you could just post for us that weekend. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I... <laughs> Teddy and I are going to be here. Rest <laughs> friend, you can come watch WrestleMania if you want. I'm going <laughs> to lay back on your couch, rest friend, eat your popcorn. <laughs> you know what's so funny about her reading her, her schedule for WrestleMania weekend? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, of course that sounds fun. Of course I would love the opportunity to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. I take it. But I probably wouldn't attend that many shows. And I was just telling my mom the other day, I was hanging out with my mom, and I'm like, oh, um... Oh, she mentioned that I'm going to go see Aventura. She's like, you're yeah. going to go see Aventura, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, I am going to go see Aventura. I'm like, but um, I forgot what her question was. And I'm like, no, ma, during the day, I'm going to be at C2E2. I got to work. Yeah. Edie's putting me to work. I got to go to C2E2. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, but then I got to get home, get ready for Aventura. Mm-hmm. The next day, I got to get ready in the morning to go to C2E2 again. She's like, otra vez. I'm like, it's a three-day three day, uh-huh. three thing, you know? And, um... I'm like, but then um, we're going to go to a wrestling show after that on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, I have to wake up early again to get ready for C2E2 again. <laughs> and she's like, why so much C2E2? I'm like, well, you know what? I already, I had already thought to myself, look, okay, I'm doing a C2E2 Aventura, C2E2 Revolution. I'm probably not going to do C2E2 on Sunday because last week, all we did was C2E2 and we didn't go Sunday because we were exhausted. Yeah. But then... Oh, last, did I say last week? You said last week. Oh, my God. Last year, we only did Friday and Saturday. Yeah, because we, we were going to do Sunday, but then we were like, we're exhausted. We yeah. can't do this. And this time, I'm going to do more. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be exhausted. 
But then they announced that AEW is going to be there. My boys are going to be there Friday and Sunday. Yeah. So how do I not go on Sunday? And also we have a special visitor that weekend. And we have a special visitor who yeah. is going on Sunday. So you know? we have to be there Sunday. So of course we have to be there. Now it's like, okay, I know I'm going to be exhausted. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine me being exhausted with the thought of what I'm going to do C2E2 weekend and then compared to paula's compared to damn paula's. schedule paula's also got like <laughs> crazy energy yeah that's true she's got a lot of energy that is so true oh do. it's so funny you say that guys like i honestly i've had like so many people like i like that i've met before and now that like we're closer they were just like yeah you know my first impression of you was like how do you have so much energy i was like oh. yeah especially because paula's it. tiny <laughs> when you meet paula she is tiny like honestly and we're like where does this come from she got like a size five shoe like that is so true (laughs) and it's like it's so i think it's like the resting energy just gives me more energy to feed off and i get more like hyped like if you ever see me at a wrestling show guys anyone who's listening and I'm aggressively like. Oh, you'll be aggressive is the right word, Paula. Hell I'm glad yes. you brought that up because yes. when we went to Evolve <laughs> here in Chicago, I was vlogging next to Paula. Literally everybody that came out, she grabbed my arm. She was like, oh, my God. And she would shake the camera every time. And I was like, God damn, Paula, relax. And she was like yelling at the top of her lungs, jumping up and down. When I told her to stop grabbing me, she would grab on a teddy. Like, Paula's intense. Let's not even talk about when they would get hurt. Oh, let's not. Or they would take a huge bump. Oh, my God. She shook me to the core. Almost in tears. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's so funny, too, about talking about this? Remember? how i was pre-gaming before oh, we yeah, got to yeah. the show and we were in the car and i was trying to finish my strawberita and paula's <laughs> like hurry up teddy we gotta go i, I was gotta go I was, meet them i was i was already tipsy and i was just thinking in my head she was annoying me i was like dude <laughs> shut the fuck up like <laughs> and i'm all in the car all awkward and paula's like we need to get out of this car and i'm like shut up <laughs> but that shows how intense paula oh is God. And how chill I am. Yeah. <laughs> I and, like, I, and how yeah. of a, in the middle person I am. That's I was so like, true. I'm just going to sit here till somebody gets out. I'm going to wait with best friend Sergio. <laughs> We're very passive. I'm like, I'm like, literally, when it comes to wrestling shows, I just want to be in the environment already. So, Teddy, I'm so sorry. You don't have to apologize. apologize. Like, right after They the make show, for great I moments. I apologize to you, like, at like 10 times after the show i was like i'm so sorry teddy i didn't mean to annoy you and i was you were like bitch shut the fuck up it's okay i was just kidding i was like okay i'm so oh my sorry God. paula this has been a great introduction to who you are <laughs> for people who I have, have oh are, for people who yeah. are barely being introduced you to you in the podcast no idea. like i and it's so funny because like i think what brought out the like I just get so excited, especially when it's people I know and that I, like, got to hang out with. I get even more excited. And I think you know that because you saw me when I saw the Skulk Boys come out. I was like, oh, my God, yeah! And then Paula was like, wait, you guys have to cheer and you guys have to dance and you mm-hmm. have to do this. And I was like, damn, there's a lot of rules, Paula. I know, yeah. Oh, my God, Paula, but... Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. You have to tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Give all of it out. All of it out. So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm pretty sure that they have tagged me on Twitter. On everything. (laughs) But but my Twitter is Paula Marie. 
add an extra A to the Paula and then add an extra two E's. So P-A-U-L-A-A-M-A-R. Wow, I don't even know how to spell my Paula name. Paula doesn't guys. know how to spell. See, this is who I am. Try again, Paula. <laughs> this is who I am. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So follow me on Twitter, Paula Marie, P-A-U-L-A-A-M-A-R-I-E-E-E. Like WWE, but like an extra e. instead of WWE. <laughs> 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 and then on Twitter, it's the same thing, Paula Marie. You guys will find me on there. You and mean on Instagram? You know what? Thank you. On Instagram, too. It's the same thing. Um, and y'all, thank you for listening to how dumb I can be. Um, <laughs> to how intense she could be. Yeah, we're going to have Paula on more more often. So yeah, for like, sure. So you guys get more this of this. my personality. If, if you ever, I've had some people come up or like on Twitter, like just at me. Like I saw you at a show, but I didn't want to say hi. Oh my God. Like, happens to us all the time. Yeah. We're so goddamn like, popular. <laughs> are scared to say hi please just realize i am the most doofus human being you can ever meet and i am so proud of that because i am such a dweeb like (laughs) i'm really like i just like i can't i don't know how you guys are friends with me i don't know how the girls are friends with me because i'm like a clown i am a clown like i don't know either makeup everything (laughs) like i am I'm that. You know those memes where the like, the clown is like painting on their yeah. face? That's me. I'm the clown of the group. Oh well, do you guys remember, re- before we go, remember, okay, when Paula was here and it was her last night, literally, and she was debating whether to leave. We're not going to disclose We're not gonna why. Say anything, but she was going to leave. She was going to le- She She left us. Listen. This is gonna be for this is a more of a story for another time, but we're gonna give you the recap. Paula she said left she loved us. us and then she left. Oh, she was like, I love you guys, but, but I'm love, leaving. Da, 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 da. Anyway, she left and she Excuse was me. trying wait, to she was to no wait, 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 like, wait, wait a minute. Go, wait, wait Paula, a minute. You're gonna have a chance to rebuttal. Hold on. <laughs> we're gonna talk about this a whole other day, Paula. I'm just gonna real quick. <laughs> we're gonna go through it. Just real quick, just real quick. She was debating whether to leave or not. And I was telling her, Paula, just do it. And Edie was like, Paula, don't go. <laughs> Literally, I was like, for real, Paula, you're going to come all the way from New York and then you're just going to leave. And then Paula was like, I don't want to leave, but I do want to leave. And so, I was like, Paula, just go. Yeah. So then I, I came to terms with that. I was like, all right, Paula, whatever. So then Paula left. Right. And in the Uber, she called us and Teddy was like, Edie's crying. She's so upset that you left. But you see how you see that shows how different we are, how different we are. I said, go and do it. Go, yeah. just go. She was like, I don't want to leave you guys. I love you, but mm-hmm. I do want to leave. Yeah. And then Edie was like, don't go. I was like, well, That's if you don't want to leave, then don't go, are. Paula. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And Paula no, was like, oh, but I'm struggling internally. I didn't want to be the one to hold Paula back. I don't want her to be mad at me and be like, oh, well, if I didn't go, I would have missed out. But you no. straight up told her, First don't leave. All, yeah. Yeah. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. You didn't hold me back. But it was like, <laughs> I have like the devil and the angel on my shoulder. Yes. Like, That's Teddy so was true. Like, go, go, go. Edie yeah. was like, no, go, 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 go. Don't do it, Paula. Teddy was like, go, 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 go. I love that she just described this as the angel and the devil on her shoulders. Like, like, those, like, little, like, um, your conscious talking yeah. to you, like, the good 
one and the bad one just being like, no. Okay, no, yes. No. Okay, but also no, then, but no, hold on. No, but Teddy no. lied to Paula and said that I was crying because Paula left. And then Paula started crying in the Oh, Uber. she really did start crying. You're so <laughs> yeah, right. Was, she no, really no did lie, start crying. No lie, you guys. I was crying. And, like, I wish y'all could have seen me. Were we FaceTiming? Or yeah, yeah, we were FaceTiming. We saw you. We were FaceTiming. Yeah. We saw the no, glossy I was eyes. Crying. As soon as she said Edie was crying, it started to make me cry, and then I was crying on the Uber, just like to where I was going. I and was then, but then she got over it. Yeah, but then she passed me the phone, and I was like, Paula, I am not crying. Yes, it fue. Like, what else can I do? She was already gone. <laughs> yeah, then she, then she got over it. But what's so funny about all of this? Yeah. How we were like, Paula, I was like, Paula, go. You were like, Paula, don't go. And she was like, But I want to go, but I don't want to go. <laughs> And then there's Sergio just there. <laughs> Sergio was literally there with us at the kitchen table. We were debating this, and Sergio said nothing. Nothing. The whole not a time. word. Not when we were no, at the wrestling show. We, <laughs> not when we were driving. Not in the car. Like, like, in the kitchen, at that same kitchen table, right before Evolve, you just saw all this makeup on the table. Like, it exploded out of, like, a freaking box or something like there was tissue everywhere so we wouldn't make a mess and then there was just all this makeup and Sergio's like you guys really need all of this and like walks away and I just started dying of laughter trying to like put concealer on I poked my eye while I put concealer on because he just said you guys really need all of this for a wrestling show and I just started dying it, he I couldn't. He couldn't understand why we couldn't just share concealers and foundation yeah. and stuff. Like, why why do so you guys all here. need all this different? Oh my god! No, but these are stories for another day. These are amazing. I forgot we had this much tea. That's so true. For another time. That's so but true. um, Paula, thanks for being on with us this episode. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I finally got in an episode. It makes me happy that I can finally be a part of this. Even Paula. though like, I'm. We have a waiting yeah. list we of have people who want to be Paula. on the podcast. But we made you, we made sure that you were on here first. We had to be like, now nah, we can't put anybody oh. on if we don't have Paula on yet. What? Who would no, we be? Oh my gosh, my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I Paula. miss you guys. I really, really miss you guys. I want to be there again. Too. She don't miss us enough. She's going all these. I was gonna say I'm not gonna say anything until she comes over here. So. <laughs> we throw mad shade at Paula all day, literally. <laughs> I know, like, dang, I'm like the freaking clown of the group, but then I still get beat up with all the shade. Damn, Paula, you be shady sometimes. <laughs> Just because I'm a two-hour flight away from you guys, this is how I get treated. Okay, yeah. okay. She don't come over here soon enough, and when she does, she leaves early. <laughs> she leaves hey, early. If, if there, if, literally, if there is a store opening in Chicago, um, and they ask me to work there, don't. Fine. Big pro Fine. wrestling teases here. Move. They're hiring all the time. Come to college over here. Come on, Paula. Hurry up. Uh, uh, hey, hey, hey. With all the shade that's getting, with all the shade that's getting thrown out my way, I don't know. I don't know. About She's that. like, I'm questioning it. I was questioning it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> all right, Paula. All right, Paula. <laughs> bye. Bye, best friends. Love you guys. Love you. Bye.